This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. Established in April 2021, Upland Development United is the oldest and most exclusive and transparent node development collaborative in the Upland Metaverse. Contact more cheese of N68 for more information. Warning! This podcast is produced by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and contains unsolicited and heavily biased opinions which are solely the views of the individuals involved. It does not include investment advice of any kind and you are responsible for undertaking your own financial, including tax liability research relevant to your own individual circumstances. for listening to and are watching the UDU podcast. This is year two number 97 presented by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment. Stepping in as guest host while Ben 68 is away in Japan, coming home soon. This week, we have Shacklin and myself, More Cheese, featuring co-host Dak, Joe Lives, the agency, TB125, members from the Upland Development United team, and general Upland community members. Shaq, what's going on? Hey, everyone. Today's show is recording live on either Tuesday the 11th or Wednesday the 12th of March, depending on where you're at. Reminder that if you want to join in live with us, access to the weekly Zoom is via the MVE Discord server, and the link to that is in the description. Today, we'll be catching up on some crypto and Upland news and running through our co-host segments. In summary, we'll be touching on general Upland and community news with more cheese, block explorer news, position is vacant, legit news by TB125, the node report, position is vacant, URL cars and racing report by DAC, NFT news, drop it like it's hot with Joe Lives, the agency, and D-Tech, and the UDU anniversary. Let's go over to Cheese for some Upland stuff. All right, there's a lot. (laughs) And I just noticed that we never got the market news from Ben, so I'm okay with just skipping it. (laughs) (laughs) Crypto was yesterday, cool. Crypto was what? Crypto was up yesterday, so cool. There Moving you on. go. That's, that's <laughs> enough for me, right? <laughs> All right, let's see. Let me pull up. We got a lot of Upland stuff. I just want to bring it up. I'm so not singing Elmo's song. <laughs> All right, let's go over it. Easter egg hunt. Now... I don't usually participate in the treasure hunts because I am really awful at it. Um, This one I did only because of this little bastard right here. I love his face. He looks amazing. He is Pepe. 
in my mind. He's Pepe the freaking frog. So I'm going in on it. I got eight treasure hunts. Is anybody else doing this? No. So these are the places, the 10 cities in Upland where you can go to do this event. Nashville, Dallas, Manhattan, Bronx, Rutherford, Rio, Buenos Aires, Los Angeles, Bakersfield, and Fresno. You have until, when do you have until? It started Saturday, Sunday and you have until what, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday, April 12th at 9 a.m. PT. So you have, you know, all of today to do this. And this is supposed to be the best one, but I really like that frog. Uh, moving on, we have a Mangara wearable sale. Uh, that was this morning. I was able to get the first two. Um, there's a little bit of talk that there's not many options for the ladies. I think we had one option. Uh, does Jack talk to Swall? And he said even the male uh, costumes can be worn by females, which is, I guess, nice. I really do like this <laughs> green one right here. This one is amazing. So. I was uh, I was gonna rock that whether it's for a guy or not, whatever. I don't care. So, yeah, I are they even still? Let's see. Yep, they still have some for sale. They have the two for real. See it dollars nineteen nine twenty dollars, and then thirty one ninety nine, and then they still have. 986 of the 20k upex ones for sale which is not bad not a bad price if you want to just get your hands on this okay rebuild the world omg map asset manufacturing is here apply for a map asset factory we're going to talk more about this later but i really like how they changed it from outdoor decor to map asset factory meaning that there is more of a broader like things you can make here i'm thinking hey we're gonna start are we gonna start taking things inside to indoor decor sounds exciting um i'm definitely going to apply they have all the details here you have to have a minimum of five spark um, they say you could put it in any factory, but in my opinion, in my opinion only, I wouldn't go lower than the medium. Um, you have to have KYC, identity verification, cannot be currently in Alcatraz, must be an uplander or above. Of course, you have to agree to pay the monthly venture dues. Um, when you create this do not put upland in your name or any other type of ip and the applicant must agree to the capacity limits per factory size shown in the chart below so small factory you're only going to be able to stake two spark but you still need to have a minimum of five spark to fill out the application more on that later. We have so much. We're just skipping ahead. Now, before I get to this, actually, no, I'll get to this. Master Builders, Contest Phase 3. Now, I'm only saying this because they have 
pushed forward the submission deadline, which is amazing. I found this out from Blue Rain last night. Um, phase three submission deadline will now be Wednesday, April 19th at 11.59 p.m. PT, which is great. Guys, everybody has another week to do this. Um, if there's anything more to talk about this, we will be talking about it later where everybody comes and enjoys the conversation. And finally, um, let me stop sharing for this part. We have the kingdoms that uh, Brom, Brom, what's his name? <laughs> He, he was the one that won last year in the Genesis week. He has the Upland Optimizer website. He is Gron Brindle and he is amazing. Like I watched the video, make sure you watch the video. We're going to have it in the description of the YouTube. Uh, basically, he is try, He is a going to, I'm not going to even say try, he's going to create a level two kingdoms type uh, game connected to Upland, right? And there's just too much to talk on it. If people want to put like more information on it later, then definitely go ahead. Uh, but he has his dev diaries in the Upland app, up, Upland Optimizer. That's a good Upland Optimizer Discord. And he basically maps everything out as he's going, which is really important. You get to see it as it evolves. It looks really amazing. It looks like something that I will be <clears throat> devoting countless hours to <laughs> when it is implemented and put into play. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. We'll have more to talk about it later. Uh Shaq, we already went over the market news. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, Samurai. You, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sam, Samurai Aquatics update. <laughs> Samurai Aquatics and Decor update. Our, although our large factory is still manufacturing at full capacity, we've taken a bit of a break to create the first real batch of inventory for ourselves. Don't worry, though. That won't impact on our showroom supply because if you take a look around Aquavista Way and Midtown Terrace, you'll see that there's lots of stock ready to be placed in the showroom, uh, which brings us to an interesting series of events that played out recently. Rather, that, rather than dive into some silly cases, willfully ignoring statements that are getting thrown around, it might be better to just stick to facts. This is from Ben. I don't know. When Upland first outlined information about outdoor decor, they said that items would need to be placed on existing plots of land that the player owned. That was the entire inspiration for Ben Ben 68 to buy up large parts of Midtown Terrace as the future base of Samurai Aquatics, i.e. it was always the plan to store inventory on and around Aquavista Way. Oh, I see. All right. So if you want to dive into that more, you can go back to UDU team meeting number one and watch. I believe what he's saying is the fact of neighborhood ratings. He has his stuff on his showroom inside Midtown Terrace, which it has to be. This is not a tactic of any sort to raise his his thing. It just happens to be there. He happens to own 
the meta venture and it it has to be there. Uh, the information about decor boosting neighborhood scores is recent and made no change at all to our plans. As Ben has said on Twitter, why have decor scattered all over the place and wait for when we have to pay to move them? Makes far more sense to airdrop them close to the showroom for free. Many are far too busy looking backwards at what they can't do or miss out on rather than planning for the future. That ain't us. She's, I'm throwing the TV, TV, take it away. <laughs> hello, hello, and apologize if there's any background noise. As usual, I'm out and about. Uh, first of all, let me tell you what's not happening. Nothing is really happening in the NFLPA world or the soccer world, uh, as you might have noticed. Um, not because there's anything bad going on, just because it's kind of ending season and there's not a uh, ton to report. Um, on the FIFA side, though, uh, has potential to be interesting. Uh, I've had a really busy week in my store. Tons and tons of stuff have been going through, all like really low price things. But I've got a couple of players who have figured out that if they drop one legit for like 50 UPX into my store and then put another 20 of theirs in at like four or 500, and someone just comes along and sweeps up the whole lot and they get tempted in by the one and feel like they may as well spend some money while they're there. Um, which I guess is not that dissimilar to how most shops do magazines. So it's uh, been quite interesting to watch, but tons of, tons of through, but I'll buy all some fairly low value things, but it's probably still in there if anybody wants some cheap stuff. Um, I'm hoping that uh, with the wearables coming out now, that um, that extends to people stuff at some point soon. I know it was mentioned during the AMA back in the, at the start of the year, so that'll be really interesting to see whether that comes out in the, the near future or the further future. Uh, and then not to forget about the uh, hackathon as well, it's looking forward to seeing what comes out of that for the, the Women's World Cup stuff. And uh, I think there's a lot to look forward to FIFA-wise in the future from that side of things too. Um, structure ornaments wise I know nobody else really speaks to this stuff right now so I'll just jump on that since so I was lucky enough to get a structure ornament showroom which is kind of exciting um, the uh, structure ornaments I'm having a bit of a tough time tracking sort of what the prices they really fetch on those things at the moment they're not quite as easy as uh, some of the classic sites haven't quite picked up on them uh, to report yet but I found that people are sort of willing to sell most of their structural and just basic ones for like you know, 15, 20,000 and then happen to stick 5,000 on them and some people will pick some up so that's been kind of interesting uh, and I know one of the other Vegas guys has one now as well so it's kind of interesting seeing how all of these things are developing. There's been so much this week, it's really exciting and I'm torn between, I'm, I'm, I'm about two weeks away from completing my large factory in Vegas and I'm trying to decide whether it's going to become a structural ornament facility or uh, a no longer outdoor decor facility. Um, <laughs> so no longer that's, <laughs> I think a lot of that's going to depend on uh, how well my efforts to learn Blender in the next 14 days go. I've been giving it a shot. I would say if anyone's interested, like, give it a try. Like, it's it's not easy, but it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I digress. Uh, and then cars, series twos and fours seem to be getting cheaper, especially in US dollars, not uh stable in RPX. And the races on the vans are really where, where the excitement's at at the moment, uh, especially the cargo vans. Uh, for anyone who's looking to flip those, uh, yeah, you can pick them up for uh, 120, 130 bucks. And people, I say people, mostly Bang 68, in my story, uh, have been. Uh, 
have been uh, picking up those for, for future endeavors. So uh, yeah, Ben's been been a good customer of mine this uh, last couple of weeks, um, which is great. And then uh, I don't want to steal Dax's thunder, so I'll let him speak to this. I if he's seen it, but uh, it was quite interesting watching the auction over in House of Spark for the uh, series one R. Um, I'll we we'll, we'll can come back to that one later if uh, if anybody wants to. Uh, and that is all from TV this week. And uh, anybody has any questions? <laughs> Take it away, Dak. <laughs> oh, you're muted. Sorry, I have so much going on. I'm trying to figure out where the screen is. Um, on top of that, uh, I don't know about the auction happening in House of Spark, so I am very curious about that. Uh, I definitely would love to hear more about it, TV. So why don't you tell us? Yeah, sure. I, I think uh, a lot of people were tracking this. It, it, was, a, it was a month long auction for a, a Series 1R Mint 1 um, oh. over in House of Spark, where somebody put down collateral on a loan and then failed to pay back the loan. Um, they put it up for auction and it just sold for $2,600, $2,600, which is a lot of money. But the mint price was like 303, 3.3 mil, I think. Oh, if I remember wow. right. Maybe a little um, bit more because I think that the lowest, uh, to get a number one, the lowest bid was like 4 million or something like that. Because yeah. 5.5 was the highest bid. And then I think it went down to like, maybe 3.7 or something like that. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting because in a way, you can argue it's actually been purchased for below mint, which is a pretty good deal for somebody, albeit still a lot of money. Uh, sadly, I didn't have that kind of cash to throw at it, but uh, I think somebody's got a pretty sweet deal for themselves there. Yeah, that is a mint number one SR1 for 2600. It is not a bad deal. Wow. So, congratulations to the winner. The other, not, yeah. Right. Now you can tell us about all the other series. Well, uh, so the big news from my end is Friday starts the season and Udu is the sponsor of our first ever season race. It is our Genesis race. It's going to happen in the Genesis loop and it's being sponsored by the Genesis node group. <laughs> and so there's a lot of Genesis there. On top of that, just to kind of wrap it up nicely, uh, we will be ending in the Genesis Loop at Genesis Week in Vegas. Uh, and it will be sponsored by UCC, who is the Genesis construction company in, uh, in Upland. So how's that for how many times did I say Genesis? <laughs> we should have took a shot. Yeah, <laughs> everybody be drunk. We'd be drunk. <laughs> It's a new drinking game, right? Um, <laughs> so, no, and, and so we're excited. Um, obviously, this is our first season. We, we have a short season because we want to experiment. We want to try different things. And uh, so we're going to try to figure out how to do some streaming. So we're going to try to Twitch stream it. Uh, I'm going to work with uh, Elijah. Hey, Elijah. Uh, to see how we can get that also on the real node LA um, kind of um, in their spatial IO. So the idea is to kind of 
learn to stream it and then learn to package it and then turn it into a one hour kind of uh, racing event uh, that people will be able to watch. Uh, my plan is to have pretty much five to six segments in each show. Uh, th three of them are going to be the races. There's going to be two qualifiers and then the final heat, right? And uh, an open, an, an opening, an outro, you know, so an intro and outro, and a man on the street with the goldsmith, hopefully doing some interviews with different folks, whether it's sponsors, drivers, uh, team principals, race commissioners, whatever it might be. Goldsmith will be able to do whatever segment he wants to do kind of thing. Uh, so that's the plan for what we have envisioned. We'll see what ends up happening in reality, right? Um, but we are definitely racing Friday, 2.30 p.m. Uh, it's uh, 6.30 p.m. UTC, which is equivalent to uh, 18.30 UTC. Uh, you know, trying to do time zone shifts and everything is always so much fun. And then if you go European clock, which is 24 hour clock, I'm always like, all right, so 630. So that's six and a half hours from 12. So that's 1830 <laughs> UTC. Bam. <laughs> it's like that Julia Roberts thing with all the, the yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, and, and, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, Someone from Udu will be representing during the race and we can, you know, maybe have a little conversation between races while drivers get ready and all that. So it'll be fun to, you know, see Udu in the house. What? what? And um, yeah, over half a million in the prize purse for this one race. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. So uh, so that's the big thing that's happening in terms of racing with us. Obviously, the tracks are another big thing that's happening. Um, I've seen a lot of people submitting tracks. A couple of things on tracks. Remember, they're only going to pick one. So I've seen a lot of people setting up like four, five, six different tracks. They're only going to take one to start. So pick your best track. Pick the one that has the least problems that is the simplest for Upland to implement so that you can almost make sure that you have the track. If you are submitting a URL sanction track, I would recommend you put in the little text description that they have that it's a URL sanction track that's being submitted. I don't know if it carries any weight with the Upland team, but you never know, right? Any little bit that helps you kind of get a little more notice is always good. Um, obviously, the reason I say kind of putting that seal of the URL uh, stamp on it and Dr. Tid, you know, kind of mentioned it earlier, but that stamp is that what it shows is that as a race commissioner, as a player in the community, you actually went through the, through the headache of getting your racetrack certified uh, by URL, uh, which means that you have ownership, you have development, you have community engagement, you have a uh, business plan kind of concept on how you're going to build and drive community engagement. To me, that really kind of becomes a seal of, of effort and kind of a demonstration of this is not just, oh, I want to submit a track because I want to have a cool, you know, meta venture or whatever they're calling it now, right? Um it really just shows that you're actually more than just trying to get a cool feature. You actually have put a lot of work into building what you have. So I really think that folks should, you know, you're going to submit a URL track, submit it with the URL, you know, stating it's URL sanctioned. If you want to get your uh, track sanctioned in URL, know that there is a process. It is a 
difficult process. It is a tedious process. Uh, but if you follow the process, you can get through it pretty quick. What am I missing? Oh, gee. <laughs> No, hey. Squirreled in the chats. I actually created a game called That's What She Said. Long story uh, with a friend. It was amazing. It was a word, uh, a game of innuendos, and it was awesome. You and made it? Yeah, and then someone stole my idea and put it out in Target, and I was very mad. So, moving on. Yeah, we, I, I, I can actually show you guys like the board game and everything. Anyway, moving on. Um, I will say, sorry, I sidetrack real quick. There was, there was the innuendo word was um, nail. Nail. All and, right. <laughs> and then my friend's response to that was, man, it's so bent it won't go in. That's what she said. <laughs> So, point being, it's a, it could be a lot of fun. Anyway, you need um, to program it. We got to play it online in Discord or something. Hmm. A bland duendos. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, let's let's work on that more. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, the tracks uh, keep them simple. Um, submit with URL if you're URL sanctioned, and uh, remember, it's only one track that will be approved. Maybe once you have your one track in your meta venture, you might be able to kind of add tracks to it. I know Dr. Tid and several others, that's what they're planning on doing. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to submit. Uh, I might be submitting the Rancho Sphinx for uh, Abdullah 86, or I might be submitting the URL HQ track, but I haven't been able to figure out a variation of the URL HQ track that's 2.5 miles long. So that is definitely a challenge for a lot of the URL tracks is trying to figure out how to get it down to 2.5. <laughs> um, beyond that, I don't really have much else. Any questions? <laughs> nope, no questions. Wait, wait, wait. Um, what time is this again for PT? PT, oh, geez, it would be 1130. 1130. Uh, so um, uh, NFT Architect asked what time that would be in Aussie time. That would be about 4.30 a.m. where Ben is from, NFT Architect. I don't know if that helps you. NFT Architect, you're in Aussie? Yeah. You're, you're in Aussie. I didn't realize an NFT Architect was in Australia. Sorry, dude. He likes them shrimps on the Barbie dolls. All right, Brisbane, yeah, perfect. Oh, okay, nice. I want to visit. I want to visit. <laughs> I just don't want to see any spiders. <laughs> prawns. <laughs> prawns on the Barbie. <laughs> all right, so that's kind of all I have for racing and uh, enjoy. Thanking you. Um, no hot boys today, but in their place, what I want to do is I just want to bring some light to a fellow UDU uh, member, Dub Ryder. Uh, so Dub and Big Buddha 
do a show every Saturday on Left's House channel <laughs> called Game Zone, both YouTube and Twitch. They play Web3 games and generally chat about what's been going on in, you know, the metaverse and the space, NFTs, very laid back, very chill. Um, they don't have a collection or anything like that. <clears throat> it's just basically like a place to hang out and listen to them talk about projects. Um, they're very awesome. I I like I really like Dub Ryder. He's the one that does our beginning. Uh, this is not to be taken as financial advice. I I we used him because I would call him Mister Fancy Voice. Um, he's he's British. They also have a Discord. I'm gonna put the invite for that in the description. I'll actually put that here as well if anybody wants to join. The way he described it was. Uh, very small and chill, very lurker or shy person friendly. Uh, they have a lot of resources in there about Web3 games and try to lean towards free to play and free to earn. So it's easy for peeps to get involved and try some of them out. So, yeah, just want to, you know, give him a, a little nudge out there. Give him a follow. Give him a watch. He's awesome. And uh, Shaq, over to you. All right. So now, without cheating, for a 5,000 Upix pop quiz, and for fairness, first person to write down in the chat who said the famous code phrase that I'm about to drop. This one's easy, so everyone get ready. Is everyone ready? Okay, <laughs> here we go. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> Good job, Crypto Jedi. What is it? Which one? Is Mars! Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. No, no, no oh. sorry. No, you're close. That's not it. That's oh. No, it wasn't Michael. It was no. the dad, Mar Marlon Brando. Yes. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. <laughs> what was his name? What was his name in the in the movie? Did Marlon he, uh, Malik said it, uh, Don Carleone. I, I went with the actor, not the, but yeah, it's Don Corleone. Okay, I have, is that the same as Vito? Well, Vito might be his first name, right? Yeah, so yeah, uh, Vito. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so 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 his first name was Vito Corleone, but he was known as Don Corleone. Okay, thank you. Don now, being his title or so, his honorific. So, so you were first, Dak? Because you well, said... I, I, or I had I had the actor's I mean, name, not. Well, I think either one is fine, right? Cheese. Uh, your contest, your rules. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. No pressure I think, on me. It goes, it goes to Dak. Yeah, that, that, was, that was really close. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, Ooh. let me tell. I'm gonna tell Ben now, so we can. Okay, so that goes to Dak. Good job, everyone. Say Dak one five K quiz. Nice. And then, okay, and then we've got to have a code phrase. Oh yeah. Okay, so the code phrase this week is keep your temper. Nobody else wants it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
All right. So it's right there. Nobody could say they didn't see it. That you could always just don't be greasy, Malik. Ah, dog. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Doggy dog. Have a good one. A quote from that. No, this is all uh this is all Shaq's that that I, I give Shaq certain certain things and she rolls with it. She's amazing. So <laughs> right. So she's a genius. <laughs> Awesome job, Dak, and keep the uh, code phrase in mind, everyone. We're going to get to the win and wine of the week. Ben wrote in a win and a wine, so I'll go ahead and read that now. Ben's win of the week. Knowing that transportation and map asset inventory mechanics are on the way, I gobbled up the cargo van and pickup truck floors to hopefully ensure that Samurai Aquatics and our future meta-ventures are as ready as we can possibly be for whatever curveballs get on our way as part of the impending changes to transportation. So that's the win, was Ben got a whole bunch of cargo vans and pickups. Good job. Okay, Ben's wine of the week. We seem to be in a bit of a habit where important announcements like the Speedway meta-ventures go out in a rush and are then followed up through the following weeks with crucial information related to the announcement. Perhaps it's related to the gap between the developers slash community managers and the community, as very often many of the community's follow-up questions seem like very obvious ones from those of us in the community. How can we work towards further closing this gap, reducing community frustrations, and saving the managers a bunch of time on the back end of announcements? Does anyone else have a wine or a win? Well, I want to I want to play devil's advocate to Ben's wine. I kind of there's been so much positivity here. We haven't had any wines, and I miss them. I kind of miss Ben and his <laughs> his complaining. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> um, I what he said is true. Uh, I think if they put a disclaimer at the end saying um, things are not concrete, uh, information may change, we're just giving you right now what we know, I think that would be great because a lot of people want the information right away. Um, but if if they think it's the end like of that information then they're going to be disappointed or like simple mistakes just putting a sub things are subject to change at the end of their announcements would save a lot of butthurt but yeah my win is all the freaking announcements and wine I can't truly I truly can't think of anything <laughs> anybody else I think that Going to what Ben says, I am not whining about it, but he has a point. Yeah. And to me, it's sort of like when you get your your thing from the store that has to be assembled, but the engineers wrote the assemble instructions and they don't know what the questions are. Yeah. <laughs> Upland would benefit from like having players on their payroll that and I guess that's maybe what the community managers could do is just in advance, they try to implement the thing and give some feedback. Anyway, 
that's just my only idea for that. My win of the week is finding out that um, my structure ornament showroom got approved, even though I haven't heard it from Upland yet. But my store is right there in Detroit and I can see it and I'm super excited for it to open. Nice. And you can't put anything in there just yet, right? That's right. It's non-functioning, but it's there. So I'm just waiting for Upland to let me know it was approved. <laughs> nice. I hope it's soon. Thank you. Oh, Maui, do you want to say that? You want me to read it for you? Maui said she has a win. Uh, her new BE from earlier today. What BE is that? Let's see it. Let's see it. No, but Dan, my win of the week officially started our project Twitter account and planned the content for the week. Nice. That's cool. I like to see people starting things and like putting things out there. That's awesome. Anyone else? I don't know. I don't think it qualifies as a win or a wine, but what, what we were talking about before with uh, the idea of uh, Genesis evolving into more of a conference with abstract submissions and how I kind of did a little abstract submission for a panel conversation around racing and the economics of racing in Upland with uh, some pretty impressive guest speakers. Ooh. So hopefully uh, I, I submitted it to Uplands to see if maybe they would be interested. Hopefully they, they say, this sounds cool. Uh, we like to see the community being engaged and bringing content to us. Let's do it. I bet they will. If you don't, Upland, you should. I know you watch this. <laughs> and if the architect's win is he woke up for the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I caught lighted up Dennis. I almost choked on my tongue. Really? Oh, Ajita. <laughs> Can I share the user here? Yeah, sure. Um I watch Light It Up Dan too. I think he's he's a, a a fun uh entertainment for when I could catch him. Usually I'm working, but I I really try to catch him. He's been on vacation for the last week, so I have I haven't had much of the the dub. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh Dr. Tid. Too many, to be honest. The biggest win is upland when they deliver on the projects. And it seems that they're certainly coming soon. <laughs> uh thanks, TB, for stopping in. He has to leave. If nobody else has, I am gonna go into the UDU node updates. Now let's see who do we have on here. So it's just well, I'll read what Ben Ben gave me. Um, Midtown Terrace, MTU, San Francisco, node manager Ben. Thanks to Finsky and Cyclonics for helping to get some random additional builds finished up for Ben. We had a big boost in the neighborhood ratings after the recalibration. However, it's important to note that system is still in the very early stages and we expect things to jump around for a while. All in all, we are doing incredibly 
Well, considering we've got only one MetaVenture, despite applying for several, there's just no getting around the gatekeeper aspect of MetaVenture approval, Jeez, Ben. So ultimately, a lot of our potential to achieve neighborhood collection status is out of our hands. We just stick to the plan with the information we have. Uh, the Bronx. So we just finished a, a coop build, a nice apartment. I put my stuff onto somebody, I forgot their name, but we're over 50% built up so far. So we're getting there. I'm, I moved a lot of all of my, well, most of it, because I, I separate my structure ornaments between Ben and myself in Midtown Terrace and Bronxdale. Um, I also have a whole bunch of decor that I brought over. So I'm going to make sure that it looks pretty. I'm going to, once everything is built out, I'm going to work with people um, to maybe even get their stuff decorated. Uh, we'll see what happens. And that's that. So we're on to Upland events and giveaways. So before the Upland events, the main topics, we're going to discuss what I mentioned earlier in regards to the Upland events, the Easter Egg Hunt Challenge, wearables, map asset manufacturing, and uh, the Upland Kingdoms from Grom Bringle. I keep messing his name up. I'm so sorry. Is there anybody, anybody wants to like talk about and on any of that? Anybody looking to put out a map asset manufacturing and is looking for an artist? Ooh, I wait. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. I think that's actually the hardest part. If you are a uh, 3D modeler, uh, I think there's a lot of us that would love to partner with you because some of us have factories and uh, accessibility to resources, but not creative talent. Mm -hmm. and, and all of the creatives obviously are trying to do their own thing. Plus they have like a million other projects going. So fine. I, I think we need someone. And I know that there are discord communities that are trying to help artists meet with like the business folk. So I consider myself the business folk. I need artists as well. So yeah, I, that's I the hard have, part. I have connected several of people with artists in the past. I've connected Slav with TML. I've connected uh, a lot of people. I do know some people who are learning um, that don't really want or have the resources to open a factory and do want to actually partner with somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, Diz Jack is out there. She's amazing. We have Blue Rain. She's amazing. Like these are people who are learning how to do Blender and, you know, need to partner up. So I am willing to make that connection. People just, if, you, if you're shy, if you don't want to do it uh, on your own, just send me a DM if you're an artist and or if you are a business person looking for an artist and I'll make the connection <clears throat> if I can. <laughs> well, put me on the business category looking at, at artists. You got it. Yeah. I want to see everybody succeed. I want to, I want to um, 
I want to see my friends move up there with me, you know, because it's like, like, what's, what's the point if you're just up there celebrating by yourself, you want to have your friends there celebrating with you, you know, passing the glass of champagne to them. So do you guys know, um, I was talking to VS86 yesterday, and he had been under the impression that factories are going to be able to, like, well, for example, that you could hire factories to manufacture your stuff, but it's like not really looking like that right now. Not right now, but in the future. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that UCC, they had the whole concept of manufacturing, right? And then the idea of being able to set up assembly lines. I mean, we had something already kind of planned out with Ben 68 and Morchi's for Samurai Aquatics. Uh, it just didn't work out that way. But if they ever allow it, they'll be able to produce their 20,000 mints like that. <laughs> and did you guys see the um, Deshack put out a um, suggestion for Upland that because she said there's there's artists that don't that maybe don't have the spark to run a factory and there's lots of factories that don't have artists and that she thinks it would be good for Upland's uh, royalty program to have a path for artists to earn royalties on their art that they provide to factories and I agree with that 100%. I agree. I will say okay go ahead. No, sorry. I was just going to say, as someone who's on the business side, and now that they have the royalty program kind of designed, I would be happy to uh, create uh, a royalty program with artists where we will produce their their goods, and then they get the royalties from it. Uh, so we would just get the initial sale. And that could be the contract that I would be happy to set a contract like that with uh, any artists out there, where if we can produce the uh, item, we will get the initial sale, but then the artist gets all of the royalties. Um, I'm going to give my opinion on this. Uh, I, I agree. And at the same time, I also kind of not disagree, but feel like it should be something that is talked about between the partnership. Like, I feel like, um, that's what that's what makes business people attractive to the artists is the fact that they do they put the investment in to get the spark to be able to run the thing. If you get with somebody like that who's willing to do that, like in Samurai Aquatics, we split everything three ways equally, no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. So if you get with somebody who is willing to do that for you, I think that's a perfect business transaction in regards to the, the, um, the royalties. You're never going to always get a perfect thing. Like, I feel like it's a give and take. Definitely. I do agree that artists should definitely be paid for their stuff, but if they don't have the resources to even start it's great to have that jumping point from someone who can give them that start, who is a business person, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I think that there's a lot of different ways where they could be managed, but I think part of it is the royalty program had to be implemented, which that finally was. And I think uh, containers and, and some of the uh, digital asset transfer mechanisms need to be implemented by Upland, which hopefully they're still working on. And then finally, you need to allow um, 
third-party spark on factories. And then once that kind of all comes together, then you're going to see full, uh, full out kind of market mechanics working with production, uh, demand, and cost. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to take. There's a lot to take. Uh, because like, like, all right. Yeah. The royalties are there, but then, then like, let's say for example, Dak is using all of his spark. Right. And that's money too. That's a cost right there. So like, let's say spark prices jump up dramatically and he's not able to sell his spark for a little bit of side cash. He he's spending it all of it completely on manufacturing in, in the factory. So there's a lot of things you have to look into regarding how things run in the factories. It's not just you put it in and it's it's it goes. There's a lot of things to take yeah. in consideration. Yep. Yeah, I think one of Deshaq's suggestions <laughs> was that there be a an actual method for spark stakers to stake factories and you know for for all of those things to to be included and considered by Upland instead of the way it is right now. <laughs> it'll it'll evolve. It'll definitely evolve. Like, it, it, I mean, it's still kind of in beta, the whole the whole thing, and it's still being worked out. There's still a lot of kinks in there, so we'll see. Hopefully, it can get to that point. But I still think that it's 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 really good right now in a way that like everybody has something to kind of give in regard to a partnership. Yeah. NFT architect asks, would the royalties go to the manufacturer only, not the actual designer if a yeah. third party designer was used? And the answer is that's correct. Yes. Yeah. The factory gets the royalties. Yeah, And I think that's where the, uh, a long time ago, there was a whole conversation around blueprints and designers being able to create blueprints and sell the blueprints um kind of thing and so and then obviously doing business with someone that would be credible and you know that you could do the three-way split like ben and morchis do with btech you know they they have a reputation they're trusted you got to work with people you can trust and uh don't always just take someone's word for it yeah yeah and and nft architect i just want to bring something up real quick when you said a third person designer, if you're looking for somebody on Fiverr or somebody um, outside of Upland, just please make sure that they include use for NFT. Because a lot of the time in very small writing, they put not to be used as an NFT or as a um like a structure in 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 a in a world or or whatnot. So just make sure it doesn't have that writing in it when you do that because you can get caught. Caught. <laughs> Hot. Hot. Coffee. <laughs> I want another coffee so bad. Where's my husband? He usually comes home for lunch. You know what? I think it's time for iced coffee. Cold oh, iced coffee. No. I'm going to go get some. You're so mean. <laughs> All right, let's see. Actually, it really is interesting. And, and obviously, it would be great to be able to do that. I, I You know, we, we're trying different things. And hopefully, we'll be able to use factories for future projects. Uh, but I am interested in in the meta uh, meta 
manufacturing. Just need an artist. So leave it at that. Yeah. And like someone like you who already has established things in Upland and in other places is a smart person to team up with because people already see what you're doing. People already know like you're trustworthy and whatnot. So just kind of look at people inside what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. I think it's nice. I think it's cool. I need a, a number one. You didn't even have one coffee, Jedi? That's crazy. All right. Well, oh, what's your vision, Dak? That's a deep question from NFT Architect. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. Vision for what? I know. <laughs> I, I have like There's four, so five. many visions. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep one. He's like, well, when I was five. <laughs> so I have this vision of having one of the best guilds in a MMRP, uh, uh, MMR. MMORPG. Uh, <laughs> NFT based game. Oh, wait, we did that. We did that. Done. That's that. Check. Check. <laughs> no, but in terms of Upland, I think that the idea is um, UGC in mass. That is my vision. I'll leave it at that. That's nice and sweet and to the point. I love it. Um, Competitions and prizes for last week's challenge. So this was a big one. To celebrate the second anniversary of the first Node Builders, Upland Development United, you were tasked to create some form of artwork, AI-generated but altered, added to, to it in some way was okay, that celebrates UDU. Beginning the third year of Node Development, entries were posted on Twitter mentioning UDU begins third year of no development and some target hashtags. All seven entries were put to a vote by the UDU team within the UDU server. Those were from Svinsky, Laban, Maui, Grizzly, Shaq, Jazzy Jazz, and NFT Architect. Now the winner was a tie. So Ben actually put a video out that will be on Twitter to announce the winner, it was between Finsky and NFT Architect. Um, I didn't watch the video. Did he put the names on a wheel or pull it out of a hat, Shaq? He pulled it out of a hat. He pulled it out of a hat. <laughs> um, I'll I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell him who the winner is. Should I tell him? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so both entries were amazing. He ended up pulling out. Finsky's name from the hat. And I just want to go to that really quick because these were amazing. These entries were amazing. If I could find them. I didn't know they were up for vote. Yeah, I I don't think many people did. <laughs> to be quite honest. Because Ben said he was going to choose one himself. Yeah, that's what I thought. But he put he put the pictures on. Um... It, it was said that you guys were going to have, a, it was going to be a little different this time that the uh, UDU was going to vote on entries. See, there you go. We we weren't paying attention, Jack. I, I, I never pay attention, though, so that's all right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to show you the... <laughs> 
I'm going to show you the entries. So this was from Finsky with the, the cool llama and the bridge. Oh, man. That is sweet. Isn't that yeah. sweet? And then we have Laban with the Death Star moon. That looks pretty cool. And then the rocket going. UDU world. That's cool. Then we have Celia. Oh, Maui. The all white building. Very fancy. I like the little shadow reflection underneath. Reflection, not shadow cheese. Uh, then we have Grizzly. I like how he chose like a, a nice kind of uh, samurai-ish architect. UDU development. That's really cool. This was Shaftelins. This was amazing. <laughs> Look at the little Ben faces. <laughs> it is so cute. I freaking love it. Um, then we have Jazzy Jazz. This was really cool. I like it nice and simple with the fireworks. Happy second anniversary. Um, and then this was NFT Architect, which is Right. I, I do remember it just got right in there. Yes. I, I remember the Twitter conversation. You just this, made it. This is amazing. Um, I really like this one. I love you, Finsky, but this was my vote. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is like just I know you're he's an architect slash artist and he created this and it's crazy. Amazing. Um, congratulations. I have to put these names in a thing, right? <laughs> and spin the wheel. Was that a thing or was that not a thing? Let me keep reading. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was part one. That uh, everyone who participated still has a chance at a sec secondary prize of 14,000 upics. So, yes, there is actually an additional for the wheel. Let me do that. I didn't even pull my wheels up. I miss Ben. All right, where's my, where's my cowboy hat? Wheel of names, we're gonna get the wheel of names. Look how fast I am. Look at that. All right. So I don't know why this is empty right here, but. Right? That's weird. Why is that empty? <laughs> oh, well, if it lands on that, we'll just spin again. <laughs> so I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Let's see who wins the 14,000 up bags. <gasps> Jazzy Jazz, 14K. <laughs> All right. Let me just send that to Ben. Um... 14k for jazz perfect now this week's challenge Shaq. 
All right. Let us know in the YouTube comments or within the contest channel of the MVE server, which is your favorite map asset item of samurai aquatics and decor and why? The prize is, this is big, you will win that item and a thousand epics for every entry up to a maximum of 20,000 epics. Wow. Wow. That is cool. All right. So, Cheese, can you give us some updates on the wine and cheese show? Sure. Let's see. Wine and Cheese in the Metaverses show. In episode 79, I, Cheese, was joined by the one and only Coach Funk from the HGF Collective. Homegrown F Collective. <laughs> to dive into some of the latest Upland Metaverse and other Web3 sector news and discuss the many Web3 projects Coach Funk is involved in. This including included the upcoming drop on 420, which is nine days away. Uh, did you catch <laughs> did you catch the moist magic mushrooms inspired giveaway? There's still time to enter. That was a great giveaway. I don't even know how we got into that. Oh, oh, because of the um uh, the mushroom block explorer that you were able to buy. Remember that? It was, I don't know if it was Jackie Sai. I don't know. But anyway, um, let's see. There's still time to answer. Ben68 will be back in his co-host seat for the next episode. And we will be back to our regular shitty shows. <laughs> we <laughs> we both would like to extend a massive thank you to our guest hosts that have filled in for Ben over the last three weeks. Those being Jazzy Jazz, Blue Rain, Shaktelin and Coach Funk, you guys rock. I appreciate you so much. You saved my life. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> All right, let's see. Quips. Quips stands for Questions, Insights, Provocation, Statements. If at any stage you have some Upland or UDU-related quips that we could dive into on the weekly UDU podcast, let us know. Um, you can fill this out via the Google form link. I'll actually put this here as well. Oh, Sully's home and he's making my ice coffee, my ice coffee. Yeah. Um, why they can be submitted anonymously. If you include your Upland in-game name and we use your submission, we will send you five thousand epics just for either complaining or asking a question um this week's quip is from vamtech all right on 3 31 march 31st upland changed dynamic treasure cooldown times they also intentionally or not made these cooldown cities made these cooldown city independent meaning one player could win an exclusive in the bronx start the eight hour cooldown clock, then travel to Rutherford and be clear to find and win another exclusive. In the past, the cooldown clock locked you out of hunting for that level of treasure in all cities. Upland has stated that they want to level the hunting playing field, but this gives this change gives skilled hunters a major advantage. What do you guys think? I agree. I agree with him. So basically what he's saying is if you're if you're in the Bronx and you're treasure hunting, 
uh, not the treasure hunting thing that we have now, just the regular ones. And you're on the cool down. You can actually travel to another city and the cool down is, is not there. It doesn't travel with you. What do you guys think? Are they trying to push traveling more? They're trying to get people to travel more. Maybe they're trying to incentivize like treasure maps and lots of cities. Like, like if you can afford it, buy a map in every treasure hunting city. <laughs> <laughs> Finsky goes, I don't care. I don't hunt. You don't want the frog? Finn, gosh, I don't, I, I, I hunt late at night. Um, everybody is sleeping. It's the only way I could catch anything. No hunting for me. That makes sense, CJ. <clears throat> it seems like they're in, in, incentivizing continuous play or more frequent play. Right now with this competition, I go between... Bakersfield in LA for like the longer ones, the the many multiple entries, the golden mm -hmm. chicken or whatever it is. So it works out pretty well that you can go and have city specific cooldown. I think the issue with the East Coast is that travels too quick. Like you can you can make one then hit the other. And but and you gotta remember when you hit the rare in that city, you're done for you know 12 hours or whatever you can't get that one again but on the lower tiers yeah it definitely if you're skilled you can flip flop between and make some good epics for sure oh yeah the the science behind it and mechanics behind it have just gotten too complicated for me i don't even do the contests i don't i won't fly to a city for a contest or anything it's just keep it simple I don't usually do that either, but <clears throat> I did it today. I did it for this event because of the frog. It's just, it's really um, rare for me to do that. It's Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying to give a different type of play to all the different personalities. Like some of us that are involved in big projects are too busy to be bothered by this stuff. But there are others who are not busy in projects and they need this stimulation and challenge. Yeah. I bought some properties in Hyde Park, uh, Hyde Park for the Hyde Park Ninjas yesterday. Nice. I did not fly from Rio to Hyde Park and pay the 4000 whatever it is, UPEX cost to do that. So some people just got lucky and were able to sell their properties in Hyde Park because I didn't want to travel. Right. Same with Bones Balboa or Lake Balboa. You can go there and mint or you can find on secondary if you don't want to travel. Yep. Sorry, guys. I'm just putting names in here. Keep talking. <laughs> I'm going to put Lake Balboa then. Lake Balboa is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the pirate Balboa, I have his nostrils. I have the nostrils, so oh, I'm happy. that's awesome. <laughs> you have the nostrils. <laughs> I got the nostrils. When TML first came to UCC and he's showing the whole project and everything, and I'm like, dude, I want the nostrils. 
That's hilarious. Oh yeah, that's that big face in oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so in case you guys don't know, maybe not everyone here knows, but you've probably heard of, of Bones Balboa that TML created. Um it looks like a big skeleton face on the map in Lake Balboa, Los Angeles. But since then, um, NFT Architect, our very own, has gone in and created numerous, awesome, amazing, cool, spooky neighborhoods within Lake Balboa. It is not fully minted. Um, it's going to have a level, two, a layer two presence that's rather phenomenal, including a layer two where the mass gaming market comes into Epic's world and can play the Bones Balboa um, spooky carnival and see where the layer one Upland properties are for sale and go through it like a portal to enter layer one and purchase properties. So there's a lot that I, I I have a lot to say about Lake Balboa, and uh, I think it's pretty cool. So are you guys organizing as kind of like the true Halloween node where you're going to have Halloween West, Halloween East with uh, Creedmoor on the East and Balboa on the West? That's a really cool idea. We We definitely have a lot of overlap in our themes. Yeah. Sounds like a nice node. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> all right make sure you guys are in that list that i just put down right there those are all the people that are in the wheel i am going to spin for the one million epics all right get this guy i used to watch that <laughs> TV dad is in the house. All right. I'm getting squirreled. And boop. Oh. Oh. Did. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> You're still here, doctor. You get to spill, spill, spin for one million. Uh, is there anything you want to tell me? I think, uh, yeah, hold on. I wrote it down. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I just got to remember where I put it. Hold on. I think I put it in a... Uh-oh. Hold on. <laughs> give me a minute. I'll just give wait. you a minute. I'll give you a minute. Wrote hey, it down. I got all the time in the world. Mm. Uh oh, we get 10, 10 seconds. Then it goes to no, the no, next no. person. <laughs> I wrote it down. I can't no even pressure. find it. Next person. Oh, no, he said it. He said it. Oh, what did he keep, say? Keep your temper. Nobody wants it. <laughs> All right, I can find it. Right, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. So are you familiar with this, Doctor? I am. Oh, nice. All right. So watch the wheel. Tell me when to spin. Sure. Let's go. 
Oh, 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 go, go, big go. money, big money. <laughs> All right, so you won 1,000 epics so far. Will you keep that or will you try for I was kind of hoping to have three weeks in a row, the 25K <laughs> decision. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. Let's let her roll. Let's let her, All right, watch the wheel. See if you could come up with a uh, system. Tell me when. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, oh, oh. So 500 epics. I'm assuming we're going to the last wheel. And remember, since you said the phrase, you get to spin this twice. Yeah, let's go. All right, let's watch go. it. Tell me when. Okay, hold on. No. I'll take another spin again, too. Oh. oh my god at least go up a little bit more all right so you got another spin of course yeah we're doing it let's do it let me just refresh that all right watch it yeah hold on okay um i'm gonna say on now <laughs> oh oh <laughs> oh, uh, that was fun thanks that for was fun and you know what i'll send you uh more cheese nft just send me your um wax address dak you still have to let me know which nft you want which collection you don't oh, have yeah. yet yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and someone else one they were supposed to let me know what i think it was jazz i have to get, get in touch with her so yeah you get 250 check Bring us to the clues. <laughs> Thank God. A reminder that to go into the running for the one million epics wheel, you should be in the Zoom at the start of the show for the snapshot. And you need to be paying attention in the middle of the show to catch a code word. And you need to be here at the end when the wheel starts rolling. If you have an Upland NFT or Metaverse product, service, or event to promote, Opportunities are available for sponsorship and engagement in the UDU podcast. This includes feature spotlights on the UDU podcast or long form deep dives on the wine and cheese show. Contact Ben 68 or more cheese to discuss and secure your spots. All proceeds go towards giveaways and prizes on the podcast. Please check out our sponsors, co-hosts and other links in description to help support them and the show. Like, subscribe, rate, and review, spruik and spam, all that good stuff. Wrap us up, please, cheese. Thank God Ben is back next week. <laughs> Stay fresh, you cheesy bags.
Are you looking for some of that quality outdoor decor? But you got no freaking idea where to go? Well, come on over to Samurai Aquatics and Decor for all your outdoor decor needs. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Yeah, just delete that. I'm still not ready. Sorry. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Well, maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle building that, I don't know, needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We've got saunas to fire you up and ice baths to chew you the fudge out. Literally stock coming out of our ears. Grills, swings, seating and more. So much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz and we can probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Liggety Split, and gorge yourself on outdoor decor.